Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. You are listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. A couple minutes after 4 o'clock. Forecast calling for a little cloudy action, some rain tonight. Spots slow down to 40. Staying cloudy tomorrow, high 50. Sixers lost to Toronto last night. They're home Friday against Denver. Flyers are home tomorrow night against L.A. And we had uh, Nick Foles opting out of his contract for next year, which was expected. Would have paid him $20 million bucks. Instead, he pays $2 million to opt out. Next up, the Eagles likely franchise tagging him and then uh, perhaps trading him at that point. Anyway, a slice it, though. It's been great having Nick in town. More ways than one. I hope we get to have him on the program before he moves out. Even if we don't, we can always try to track Nick down after he moves on to his next city. Sixers also with a big uh, trade today for forward Tobias Harris of the L.A. Clippers. He's an excellent three-point shooter and very good on offense and defense. Should be a nice fit along with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and the rest of the crew. He's 26 years old, so that, that group can grow together. They did give up a lot to get him, some young players and the uh, draft picks and things, but they're kind of going for win-now mode in this window, you know, three, four, five, six years. Hopefully we'll come together and gel nicely, so it'll be exciting to see how that all comes together. Also exciting to see is uh, kind of how this week is coming together. If you're new to the radio station or this program, uh, we have a, a, a program foundation uh, based on the scripture. It's a Christian radio station. I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. and uh, But that also, to me, I hope this program reflects having Folks from all sorts of walks of life come on. So we have a lot of folks who are believers. We have folks who are not. We have folks who don't get into that. We just talk about something else. For example, we've had people who will talk about a particular profession they're involved in, and we'll just kind of uh, learn about a certain angle of their profession. So all that said, uh, we believe John 3.16 is uh, is fundamental to it, that God, you know, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And if you're walking the planet at this point, you still have the opportunity to embrace that. Whether you know it or not, it does not change the truth of it. And uh, hopefully it gives you a chance on this program to listen in and maybe just give some consideration if you don't happen to believe that. Uh, and if you do, of course, hopefully you're encouraged in your faith as you go. But we're looking to build bridges with folks and, and have this be a situation where it's kind of like how I would hope the rest of my life would be off the radio. Not just, a, you know, one kind of, well, you know what I'm saying. So anyhow, we... Um, as this and as long as the show has been developing in the last six, seven months, I can see and tell you time and time again how many times God just provides something, uh, you know, minutes before the show even. Something will pop up. We'll have an opportunity to bring something together. Uh, and as this week has been unfolding, as it's turned out in God's providence and design, our guests all have the name John. We had... John D'Antonio on Monday, an amazing testimony, and uh, he's one of the top caterers in the whole Philadelphia market for many years. Yesterday, about a half an hour before the show, got a text from John Smoltz, who's a Hall of Fame baseball pitcher. He's a broadcaster, did the World Series, and he uh, said, today's a good day. I'd been working to get him on the program for three months, and God provided right before the show. Uh, John Tesh was supposed to be our guest this afternoon, but I got an email this morning from his main guy and said, you know what, John's got a conflict. Can we work something out? And So it looks like John's going to be on Friday instead. We have a couple of other Johns that we're working toward having on the program tomorrow. 
But today, in keeping with our John theme, we are privileged to bring in, and this was on fairly short notice, but I'm really excited to uh, have this guy on, uh, longtime Philadelphia traffic guru, John Butterworth, the world-famous John Butterworth. <laughs> it is so good to speak with you again. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. Many years on our sister station, 990, which was WZZD back in the day, the Z Morning Show. We did that for, what, 96 to 04, I think it was. And then, was uh, it that long? Yeah. yeah. It took a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. <laughs> so, so folks will recognize your voice because after it flipped from the Christian teaching and uh, talk and music mix it was to conservative news talk, which it still is, you're still there plugging away. I sure am. Uh, you Hewitt in the morning, and uh, he never speaks to me. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Believe it or not, I, I, I use the Internet to put the reports on the air now. Well, that was one of my questions because the world has changed since we did traffic and the you know weather together and all the stuff that we did. But uh, and it's it's you know I sit in the room alone, I put on the computer, I push a button or two, and then I push another button or two, and it's gone. <laughs> and I, I I do listen, yeah, to make sure that the the reports air, and because I like to keep my thumb on the pulse of America. Of course, well. Technically, technically, what's your title? Or has it been? Um, traffic guy. Guy? <laughs> traffic guy? Tra- traffic guy. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a title anymore. Guru. Guru oh, of the... <laughs> what was it? There was a time where we did a theme show on the morning show. It was the people called in and they were like princess of the pike and sultan of the whatever. So, so Someone actually made a website that was dedicated to me as the king of traffic. And I, I had nothing to do with it. How many years has it been since your first report? Uh, probably close to 40. No way. You were yeah, six I was about, when you started? I was, I, I, I was six years old when I started doing traffic. <laughs> yeah, but I'm... <laughs> well, uh, the only reason I know that is because... The, the first time I went on the air doing traffic was my niece's christening. And I left there at 4 o'clock so I could be back to the studio by 6. It was a, I guess it was a Sunday night, yes. Okay. And it was short traffic. Wow. wow. And she's going to be either, she is 40 or going to be 40. Man, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Has it has it uh, always been in the Philadelphia market, or did you did you do traffic other places? And uh, I've always been in the Philadelphia market. It's amazing. I, I actually got started in this market, which I think is the fourth largest market in the country. Yeah, it changes. My usually, you have to start low and work your way up. I just went right to the top. Very efficient of you. <laughs> oh, here's something that you'll you'll enjoy. Yeah, you know I've done a lot of flying. Yes, you have. Yeah, and one of my pilots is from Greece, and he's a, a young guy. His name is George. And uh, George would always ask me about uh, English idiom. So what does it mean, six of one, half dozen of another? <laughs> and I'd say, well, that means they're the same. Why don't they just say they're the same? So there's, there's George. Then there's another guy who's named Marvin. Yes. And Marvin is about 80 years old. And he's Greek. No, 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 no. no. He, he's, a, he's a lovely man from northeast Philadelphia. 
and and he's he's just eighty. And George says to me, Johnny, listen to this. You should learn how to fly, because if you are flying with Marvin, and Marvin's number comes up, your number will be up too. <laughs> but if you learn to fly, then your number will be fine. And he talks just like that. Yeah, he does. He he he, he speaks with a Greek accent. He speaks seven languages. Unfortunately, English is not one of them. Yeah. That's but funny. He, he taught me how to fly. The eighty-year-old did? No, no, George. Oh, George. George is, George is thirty-something. Well, you're talking okay. about the eighty-year-old. What about what happened to him? He he was still around. Oh, but okay. The idea was that if something happened to Marvin, who's eighty, oh, that I would be in peril. Yes. But if I learned how to fly, I could pos- I would save my own life and possibly Marvin's as well because I could get the airplane back on the ground safely. So you were you, that's you did learn then, did you not? Yes. Yes. And for my for my final test, George takes me out to this little airport, and I think it was Perky Omen. Okay, yeah. Johnny, land here, taxi back, come back up in the air, reorient the aircraft, and you will be pilot. I said, "All right, fine." So I'm approaching the runway, and as you get closer and closer, I'm like, "I, I think we're landing in someone's driveway." That's how narrow this thing is, because <laughs> I'm used to working on a northeast where it's you know 250 feet wide and a mile long. So I get the airplane on the ground, no problem. I taxi around, come back out, get the airplane back up in the air. He says to me, Johnny, you are now officially pilot. And then he fell asleep. <laughs> no way. That's confidence. <laughs> That's unbelievable. It and, sure is. And because I tend to be slower than you are, the the 80-year-old guy, was he the original you worked with? And that's why the Greek guy, George, was like, you better learn? Well, Marvin actually took flight lessons from the Wright brothers. Oh, well then. John Butterworth, our guest. We're going to take a short break and continue our conversation. It's our week of John's. And uh, this time around, it's a local traffic legend. has been doing traffic in this market for many years. Continue our conversation and looking forward to more as we go through the uh, history of John working here and also do some traffic report history in general and technology and all that. And uh, John knows the city, so we're looking forward to continuing that in just a second. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560. WFIL and WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. I can't wait to get on the road again. AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. We are privileged to have uh, one and only John Butterworth, local legend on. Been doing traffic for many years in this market. He currently does traffic for our sister station, News Talk 990, WNTP. John, uh, did you, what's the path for you as far as getting into traffic in the first place? Did you go to school for it? Or what was the deal? I went to college at Glassboro. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> yes, now Rowan, right? So, and and I was a radio, television, film major. Okay. And I had aspirations of becoming a television cameraman. Okay. Yeah. And then I discovered the radio station there, and I fell in love with radio. While still dabbling in television, and this is the beginning of cable TV, and they had no programming for cable television. Uh, my father was at a uh, Rotary meeting. And Walt McDonald, there's a name from the past, wow. was the guest speaker. 
And after the, uh, the uh, early luncheon, my father went over and introduced himself. You know, my boy's in Glassboro College studying radio, television, film. He said, well, you know, send him to meet me. I'd, I'd love to meet him. So I, I make my way over to, to, to Walt McDonald, and I introduce myself, and I'm telling him how I'm in college, and I have a, a television show in college. It was like a magazine show. We were doing little features on everybody. And I asked if I could do a feature on him. Oh, yes, that would be very nice. And my, my material motive was to get a ride to helicopter. Yes. So I, I go and I, I shoot video with him and I get a ride in the helicopter. And I had no idea what, th- this was going to happen. It was the first time they had put a television camera in a helicopter for a live broadcast. It was a microwave from the helicopter. Jay, it's very commonplace. Yeah. But that was the first one. And I operated the camera in the helicopter. Can you know how to run a Sony 2250? And I'm like, oh, sure. I had no idea. <laughs> Just I had say no yes. no idea. I mean, it was, it was, you know, electronic news gathering was, was in its infancy at that point. Yeah. So uh, we got over a fire, and I got pictures of a, a fireman climbing up the ladder and rescuing someone. And that was broadcast live on Channel 10. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Your first time out. <laughs> yep, and then I, I, I went back to my college, and I put together the package, and then I brought it back to show Walt, and he was very impressed with that. And he said, would you, would you like to work for me? And I'm like, sure. He said, show up on, on, on Sunday night at 6 o'clock. So I did. He said, here, here's the keys to a car. Go drive up and down the freeway. I'll let you know when it's time to come home. <laughs> so I went out and just spotted traffic in it. In a traffic jeep. And shortly after that, I kept moving up the ladder, and the next thing you know, I'm doing short traffic reports on the weekend, and then it finally made itself into a career. But that whole thing, and we're just, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with uh, John Butterworth, longtime traffic guru in the Philadelphia market, uh, 40 years or so of this. Uh, was that first, here's the jeep, go out and whatever, basically just like if you see something, call in and report on it? If you don't see anything, yeah, we don't call? Yeah, you have two radio on the car. That's all. Okay. You know, like 42 is jammed up from uh, the rest area, which is now gone. <laughs> Man. All the way up to and across the bridge. Uh, Interstate 95 wasn't completed then. As you came out of Delaware County, you had to stop and get off of 95 and get on to 291. And at the end of 95, there was a swamp. And that was referred to as the car wash because everybody kept driving into it. That's funny. Man, I'm just... Like Jimmy Carter was president when you started, something like that. That's how long ago it was. Nineteen uh, Reagan, probably. Seven? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you know what's amazing? He's still alive, and so am I. <laughs> John Butterworth, our guest. So, tell us what goes into being really good at being a traffic reporter. Um, my my philosophy is word economy. Okay, because yeah. you. You should have a limited amount of time to get a lot of information in. Right. And the other important thing is that when something big is going on, don't sweat the small stuff. Okay. So if, if, the, if, the, if the expressway is closed, say that and say where it's closed and say not the detour that you're going to be forced to use, but come up with an alternate route because that's helpful information. In other words, if you get to the expressway at City Avenue and they force you off, you're going with everybody else. Right. And you're going to still be stuck in traffic. 
But if I say to you, if you're in Conshohocken, why not use Route 23? And that'll get you around the closure. See, now that, how do you get to that point? Is it literally just doing it enough times, or did you actually go at some point as part of your whatever to, you know, drive the roads I, and, and learn them? I, I think that philosophy evolved over time because I, I've seen people get stuck. And I, I don't want you to get stuck. I want you to, I want you to get where you need to go, and I'm going to try and make it as easy as possible for you. Well, I've heard you explain things in your traffic reports over the years, and it almost sounds a little bit like you're pulling somebody aside and saying, now listen, exactly. this is what, you know, like almost- I don't know whether you, 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 you uh, subscribe to this philosophy, but when you're broadcasting, how many people are you broadcasting to? One. Exactly. You're talking to one person, and that person is wherever they are. So that's why I, you never hear me say, if you're down in Delaware. No, if you're in Delaware, you're in Delaware. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. That's, all I'm doing is telling you I'm not in Delaware. Yeah, exactly. Well, I and, and it's funny because uh, being out there on the roads, for me, I did some Lyft driving for about nine months and some Uber driving. And I'd start to find these places and got familiar with the roads just by doing uh, you know, I did 2,500 trips. So, I mean, I started to learn the city. I remember coming up 95 one time. Was it, what's the Curlin Road? What is that? What is? Oh, that's Delaware County, 95 at Curlin Street. Curlin Street. So I used to hear you do the Curlin, and I kept thinking Curly of the Three Stooges. That's all I could think about. <laughs> yeah, but if you, if you travel that road every day, you know where it is. And furthermore, when you listen to a traffic report, you're listening for your information. All the rest of it is wah, 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 wah. Yeah, so that's and why. By the way, you were, I was interviewed by Philadelphia Magazine, and that quote is in there. <laughs> <laughs> the Charlie Brown wah wah wah. Yes. <laughs> oh. they, they they said this thing called five questions for John Butterworth, and they asked me a series of five questions. And the fifth question was, "Are you related to Mrs. Butterworth?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm married to her." <laughs> with our guests on the uh, Tim DeMar Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Glad to have John aboard, longtime friend, and uh, currently doing traffic for our sister station, News Talk 990 WNTP. Back with more in just a moment, AM560, WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMar Show on AM560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. WFIL.com. Tim DeMoss Show, 427. Going down to 40 tonight, up to 50 tomorrow. May get some rain this afternoon or this evening. Sixers lost to Toronto last night against Toronto. Made a big trade, though, for Tobias Harris of the Clippers coming our way. And uh, should be a nice fit with their young stars. Gave up some players and future draft picks, but could, could bode well for the Sixers. Flyers are home tomorrow against L.A. And Nick Foles opting out of his contract for next year which was expected, kind of paving the way for him to become a free agent and be traded by the Eagles after franchise tagging him. So, well, regardless, it's been great having Nick in town in that Super Bowl. No one will ever forget. Of course, Carson Wentz played a big part of that, and we'll look forward to seeing how this all plays out. 
John Butterworth, our guest, longtime traffic reporter in Philadelphia, uh, including in our sister station currently on 990 WNTP. What are some of the strangest reports you've had to do? I mean, lots of stuff comes to mind. Like there's a zebra loose in the streets of Medford. Uh, you've had to have seen it all at some point. It could be serious or it could just be something, you know, just crazy. Can you think of okay, anything? Okay, let's go back to 1980. All right. The Phils are in the World Series. Indeed they are. Okay. And there was an accident involving a tractor trailer and a gasoline tanker on 95 at Broad Street. I was the first reporter there. And then I managed to broadcast nationally on CBS radio. And that was my first national broadcast. Wow. And then again, the world's changed so much since then. That's a bigger deal probably, you know, then than it would be now. Oh, yeah. Yep. By far. And it, 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 it was live. Man. Which, and, and, well, 1980, I wasn't married yet. And it was just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, if someone wanted to be in the traffic field, uh, is it something a person can aim for directly? Or is it usually part of an overall media package or learning curve, if you will, to be able to do other things? I'll give you an example. Uh, my friend Sarah, my uh, she's actually my, my uh, son's. Lovely girlfriend. She's a journalism major in Florida. And when we had dinner and met her for the first time a year or two ago, she said, yeah, I'm like, tell me about your, your, your classes. And she's like, well, it's more than writing. You know, you have to be able to incorporate film and audio and podcast and kind of know how to do everything. Very different than when I was in college as a communications major. Um, it, it's totally different. And everything is different because now instead of a helicopter, they'll put a drone up. And instead of having a camera crew... They use their, their cell phones wow. because there's a camera right in there. I mean, you can do, I, I guess, I don't know because I still have a flip phone. No, you don't. Just You didn't just say that. I did, and I, and I do. <laughs> I, I, you know, it, it, I'm happy for you, actually. I have a friend that will only text me, which he knows I, I hate text messages, and he texts me in Spanish only. So now I have to read the text and find someone to interpret it for me. <laughs> Why does he do and that? It's not Spanish. To bother you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great move. I like that idea. <laughs> so it's it's changed a ton. So I mean, would someone? I mean, it's a specialized field, obviously. So it is, and um, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we 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 hire people on a regular basis. Uh, there's a there's a team of producers that work to gather the information. Yeah. See, when I did it, I started as a driver, so I learned the roads. That's it. Right and I there. learned all the on and off ramps. I learned the ins and outs of, of the expressway, Interstate 95, uh, the Roosevelt Boulevard, the 42 Freeway, 295, 70, 30. I learned them all, but I learned them hands on. This is before you had GPS. Right. I mean, were, there was, there were, we were using maps. <laughs> What's that? A map? Exactly. Oh, yeah, I saw that in Door of the Explorer once. But, but I, I learned that. Then I learned how to listen to a police scanner. I learned how to talk to police officers because they don't want to tell you anything. Anything going on? Nope. But if you have a little bit of information and, and a sense of humor, the police will cooperate with you. Yeah. And I, and yeah, I learned yeah. that, and I learned how to to go and look at a map and make sure the location I'm talking about is right. And while I'm looking at the map, I'm like, okay, we can use this road to get around that or this road to get around that. And that's, maybe that's where it came from. 
that, that I would I would physically look at the map and, and learn that there were other roads to go around them. Yeah, see, it just sounds, I mean, and I guess doing it for years, it, it would come by knowing, just I know when I did the lift driving, how many times I made the wrong move early and going around <laughs> City Hall, like, whoops, that was the wrong, oh, it's a one-way street, whoops, sorry, sir, you know, like, sorry, and you're feeling the pressure, the passengers are usually understanding, but after a while, you're like, I know where this is, I know what comes next, I know the three exits after that, and so you start to get good at it, and you feel competent, that the world, the city is big. One of the comments people used to make all the time, especially out of towners, would say, "I like Philly because it's big, but it's not too big compared to some other it's, markets." It's a, it's a big city, but it's got a lot of little towns inside of it. Yeah, well, that whole aspect of you getting good at it, it comes through on the reports because it, to be able to make it sound off the cuff, like in parentheses, like you're cupping your 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 hand to your mouth, like actually, what you used to do is go over here and do that, and then do this. You're good. That just sounds like okay. I've done that forty-seven different times, so no sweat. And I don't think you can you can manufacture that without having done all the stuff you've done to this point. When I used to broadcast from the helicopter, the pilot would always stay away from me because I would use my hands to point. If you're up in the northeast, and this is going on up there, and over here we get, and I would point everywhere. <laughs> That's funny. That's very funny, man. This is it's great just to hear some of these. I've I, I mean, I've known you for years, and we've done traffic reports, uh, tons of reports. I, I want to kind of go behind the curtain for a second too, if you have a second, just because uh, I know what it was like working with you and doing traffic reports around uh, 22 after, 20 after, just give people an idea what, you know, and again, things have changed over the years, the, the challenges you have to face, especially if you're servicing multiple stations and trying to make it all fit and the, the timing that's involved while you're stirring the soup with your toe and you're reaching out the window with your left arm and all that. At one time, I was doing 96 traffic reports in three hours. Man. And I kept them all straight. And I, I would say my mistake rate is lower than one-tenth of one percent for saying the wrong thing. And if you say it like you mean it, people will go, did he just say the wrong thing? Nah, he couldn't have. That's funny. That's funny. Well, I, and, uh, you know, I'm thinking of the times that we would do our, uh, our reports, you know, on WZZD at the time. There was a different dynamic to that because people were there for traffic, but they also got a chance to know you. And it was a, I mean, it's a fairly, would you say that was one of the, the shows that you had a chance to kind of have a little more, more than just jump in right to the traffic? Or have it, you, have it was you? the case. Yeah. It is not now that the traffic guy was a member of the cast, if you will. We, 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 we played a part. We were a second banana. And if we had something funny to add, of course you're going to welcome it because, you know, people like to laugh. Makes you happy. It does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know people loved uh, loved having you on in that capacity. And uh, we don't do traffic on FIL uh, afternoons, but if we did or do, maybe you can do one from the uh, your Barco lounger. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have a whole box of mini discs and dats and even reel-to-reels. That have some of our old reports on there. Uh, yeah, you're, now you're talking like a dinosaur. Yeah, I know. It's another language. 
but it, real to real. <laughs> I know, and we actually still have a real to real player here. We I have all of those technologies. It's you know they've kind of gone out, gone the way of whatever, but it's fun to have and uh, be able to look back at some of those things and some of those days where things have changed, but the the content's still there. Just how it gets out to people and what they're looking to you for is different and all that. You still having fun years later doing this? Oh yeah, yep. I, I still don't mind getting up at three uh, thirty in the morning. See, that's a little early for me. I like the morning show. I could get up at 5 and be here and ready by 6. But to do I've what you do. I've already filed my first report by 5 o'clock. That's crazy, man. You've lived that yeah. way for all these years, right? Yeah, yeah. The worst part is when you go on vacation, you get up at that hour anyway because you can't sleep anymore. <laughs> <laughs> John Butterworth, our guest, longtime traffic reporter in the Philadelphia market, kind enough to hang out with us. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Short break. We'll continue our chat with John. Also, we're going to hand out a uh, gift card to Duncan and or Wawa. Have our toll-free number ready at 800-560-WFIL. Not just yet, but have it ready. 800-560-9345. We'll ask you to call in before the end of the show to potentially be a winner with WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Very privileged to have John Butterworth, who has done traffic in this Philadelphia market for many, many years. We worked together in the mid-90s to mid-00s on our sister station right now. It's 990 WNTP. It's conservative news talk right now. But back in the day, it was a combination of uh, Christian preaching and teaching programs and Christian music. We had something called the Z Morning Show going on. John did a lot of traffic then. And uh, this week, as it's turned out, uh, you know, this program, it's called the Tim DeMoss Show. And, but it's not a fancy name, but it's just who I am. And I've been blessed to meet people along the way. And I also believe that people, you know, everybody matters. Everybody's made in God's image, and so you matter. So if you listen to the show or check out the podcast, you'll hear uh, people like John Smoltz, who's a Hall of Fame baseball pitcher, and he's a broadcaster and all that. He was on yesterday. You may find a local ministry or somebody you don't know very well, uh, or you've never heard of. But it all matters in, in God's eyes. And so we have a, a cross-section going. But it just so happens that this week, our guests have all been named John. And we also have John Tesh coming up on Friday and a couple more Johns tomorrow. So that theme continues as we uh, continue our chat with John Butterworth, who, by the way, still does traffic for us right now on our our sister station WNTP. So what are your? If you, we'll, we'll wrap up here. A couple of, couple of your. What are your couple of your signature phrases you've thrown in? I know the contra hoc and curve has got to be part of that. But it, what are oh, those? Well, that's a landmark. Yeah. Well, yes. But it's also. I mean, you know, you're, 
there, there's, there's no landmark on the expressway between 476 and Gladwin. That's a long stretch of road. Correct. And once you pass 476, it's the point of no return until you get to City Avenue. Because right. you can't get off at Gladwin. You can only get on. So that's why the Conchog and Curb became a landmark. There's also uh, the Cinder Pile, which is <laughs> from the Wayback Machine. Now it's a, a salt barn that's on the expressway. Really? I'm sure you've seen it, haven't you? Uh, I, I don't know. Where is it? At what point? It's uh, just west of Gladwin. Okay. I've been down it's, that way for a little while. It's a, it's a giant TP-shaped garage. And Penda stores salt in there. Okay. Now, I, um, yeah, go ahead. It, there used to be 95 at Washington Avenue. Yes. And there's a, uh, that's where the shot tower is, near the Mummers Museum. Okay. But there's no sign that says Washington Avenue. And I've adopted now a new philosophy that I will only use information that people can easily understand. For example, I never say the Gerard Point Bridge. I always say the double-decker Gerard Point Bridge coming up from the airport or going to the airport. But didn't you used to say the Gerard Point Bridge or no? But I always said it with that qualifier because there are no signs that say Gerard Point Bridge. See, you're thinking like a driver now. It's, it makes too much sense. <laughs> I've always tried to do that. Well, I also know that when you used to talk about gaper delays, I kept thinking the the, the policemen are playing pinochle or something. What is a gaper delay? I didn't really understand or police no police department activity you would say that was what it was well police department activity was to always protect the police as to what they are doing right and that's why you now, use I will, that phrase I, I will never say that there is a fatal accident i will say there's a serious accident and police are investigating i, I just don't think that's appropriate information for the traffic guy if the news guy wants to do it that's fine if there's a hostage situation i'll call it police department activity all I want you to do is stay away from there. Right. And, right. And, and stay away from the police activity so they can do their jobs. Right. And I'll keep you away from it so you don't get stuck in traffic around it. See, you're just That's a good... That's all you need to know. You're a good guy like that. <laughs> I was going to ask you also if there's anything interesting of note in general about, like, the numbering system, like, you know, north and south are odd, like I-95 and east and west are even, like, 76, 276, except... That's not true since 476 is north and south, so it, you no, get the idea. 476, even though it's a north-south roadway labeled, yeah, okay, is a beltway. So three-digit roads are beltways, like 676, 476, 276, 195. Right. 295. They're beltways, okay. Okay. They, they go around a city or they go through a city. Ah. Like 676, the Line Expressway goes right through the middle of Philadelphia without any traffic lights. Okay. It extends over the Ben Franklin Bridge, which is 676, and then it goes into New Jersey onto 676, connecting again with I-76 at the base of the Walt Whitman Bridge. <laughs> I'm not this gonna, is information we really don't need. To I'm, not, I'm not going to stump you on a traffic quiz, but am I right then? The north and south, are they odd? Like north not, and south are usually odd, but it's, it's the interstate itself. I-95, I-76 goes east and west. Like Route 66, the famous Route 66, that's east to west. It's not part it? of the interstate system. The interstate uh, system was invented by President Eisenhower. 
And why did he invent it? Do you know? Because when he came back from Europe after World War II, he just there's no highways over there. You can't get any place around here. We're going to do something about this in the United States, and he did. And every five miles of interstate highway, there has to be a mile that's free and clear of any overhead wires, overpasses, or obstructions, so that in the event of war, it could be used as a runway. Ooh. Yeah. When, so and when... of course, in the event of engine failure, it could be used as a runway as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when is the John Butterworth hand guide to Handbook to Traffic book going to come out? I don't, well, I have to put it on the internet now. <laughs> well, however you put it, you know, this is what you've done. You, This is what you know. Yeah, did you ever start scribbling some of this stuff out? It, it's fascinating stuff. Uh, not really. I, 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 I don't see the need for anybody to know it. Okay. Do you? Well, you know, if you're, especially if you're someone who grew up in this area, tri-state area, it would be, you know, there's stuff like that that, uh, you know, and stories and things like that, how things have evolved over the years. And, and uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of material there. I mean, it doesn't have to be an encyclopedia or, you know, there's a, a war and peace, but it, it could be a nice uh, nice reader kind of thing. And, Just to let you know how old I am. Yeah. The Kelly Drive. Yeah. I met the guy. Did you? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> no way. What's his deal? Um, well, Jack Kelly was a uh, an athlete and an Olympian. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was, I think, running from Memorial Hall back into Center City, and he uh, collapsed and died of a heart attack. Really? And he was the brother of Princess Grace. And so you met him? Yes. And yep. Kelly Drive is named after him? Yes. Where's his father? I'm not sure which. Were they uh, local or just happened to be in town running? Oh, they're local. Legendary Philadelphians. See, I don't know that. But now I do. <laughs> the late Paul Harvey. And now you know. That's it. The rest of the story. That's... John Butterworth hanging on. You know, we have one more break to slip in here. So let's uh, let's knock that out. And then while we're doing that, if you want to call in to win a, a gift card from uh, Wawa or Duncan, we'll do uh, $5.60. We'll cover the cost of a few coffees or a little snack action. You pick which one you want. Go ahead and give a quick call, 800 560 9345 Brought to you by Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Uh, Dave Peterson presiding. Back in a moment, we'll wrap up with John in a second here on WFIL. Thanks for listening in today. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Well, an old cowpoke went riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way. All at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw Plowing through the ragged sky And up a cloudy draw Their brands were still on fire And their hooves were made of steel Their horns were black and shiny And their hot breath he could feel a bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the skies. He saw the riders coming hard. 
Some great songs today as we have John Butterworth, longtime Philadelphia traffic reporter on. What a privilege. We'll wrap up with John in a second, but first, before the break, I offer to give away a, a gift card to Wawa or Duncan. What's your name? Uh, my name's Pat. Where are you from? Woodbury, New Jersey. Would you like to win a gift card to Duncan or Wawa? Your choice, Pat? Oh, yes, sir. Well, let's do that. Congratulations. You're a winner. Thank you. You were a winner before you called, but now you're that much more of a winner. You have a, pre- a preference? <laughs> Which one do you like? Or do you go to both? I think Wawa. Okay. All right. Well, I'll put you on hold. Joe will grab your info and we'll mail that out to you. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome, Pat. Thanks so much for listening. We're very grateful to have uh, our listeners. And that's, again, courtesy of Brian Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Thank you for their help and, uh, as we uh, continue enjoying uh, our program here and building some relationships with our audience and giving stuff away. And we've been privileged to have John Butterworth on the show today. Well, John, you're you're a gem. We're glad to still have you with uh, 990 NTP. Lord willing, maybe one day there'll be some other way to get John Wiffle. <laughs> you better hurry up. I don't have much left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's getting close to bedtime for you, so I'll, I'll let you get back to, you know, pre- preparing for that. Uh, one last thing. Yeah. Uh, God has blessed me in a great way because I'm a grandfather. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> I feel the same way about it. Yeah. Well, brag brag on your grandson. Uh, we were up at uh, Sesame Place around Christmas time. Now, all of my children are adults, okay? Yeah. And young Matthew says to me, Grandpa, let's go roller coaster. Now, it's Sesame Place. How bad can it be? <laughs> I get in the roller coaster. He's at my side. As soon as we start to go up, I said to myself, Self, you shouldn't be doing this. So then we go through the roller coaster ride, the whole thing, and I am terrified the whole time. And this is a guy who used to be in the helicopter, but go ahead. I'm in control of the helicopter. (laughs) And and my, my grandson is just giggling. So after we finish the ride, we go over to the to the, the camera place, the photo place, and I put the photos up, and my photograph comes up, and here's me with my head in my hands, terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but flying an airplane or helicopter, that's not a problem. Kitty roller coasters I'm afraid of. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's a gr- I can just picture it now, the reversal. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, you can come off the thing, your, 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 your knees are weak, let me go sit down for a minute, please, on something that's not moving. I'm going to have have to ask your daughter for a copy of that because you probably won't give it to me, but then we could put it on our Facebook page. That would be priceless. <laughs> <laughs> Get a million likes and loves and shares. Before long, John Butterworth's all over the Internet. Oh, boy. Wow. Well, that's a great story. It's great stories and information and just... A nice walk down memory lane and history lessons too along the way. It's uh, it's great. You're a great guy, and you know I was telling you before we went on the air that Tim DeMoss show is just a name. It's not a fancy schmancy name, but it's it's what it is. And I've been blessed to you know live 50 years to this point, and part of the story for sure is is you know meeting you, knowing you, doing traffic together, and a radio show for seven or eight years, and enjoying lots of interactions over the years. So it's great to be able to reconnect and have you on and and also shine a light on what you are you know have done and who you are because a lot of folks have known you and appreciate you and and now they have that much more insight into 
where you're coming from and what it's all about. So thank you it's for been a pleasure to spend time with you this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. God bless you, man. And greetings to your family. God has blessed me in a great deal. And his name is Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and you have a lovely wife and children too. Let's not forget those guys, right? Oh yeah. yeah. And a lovely son-in-law. That's right. Well, thank you, friend. You're quite welcome. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. I will. John Butterworth, our guests on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. He currently does traffic for our sister station, News Talk 990, WNTP. John and I work together every day from 96 to 04, 95 to 04, and a great guy. And uh, I miss him. Glad to have a program again on WFIL and have a chance to have John on at least today. And uh, I have his number, so we can bring him in every now and again. He knows a lot, but he's also very funny and adds a lot of insight. So I'm very glad to have had that privilege to uh, have him. If you're just tuning in, uh, it kind of brings up the point. I had a few friends on Facebook saying, oh, I remember you guys. It's, it's enjoyable to hear you again. Feel free to let people know that this program exists. We've been around since September and day by day kind of reestablishing some relationships with some of the listeners and some of the artists and athletes and folks we used to have on back in the day. And it's exciting. Uh, one of the relationships, too, that's kind of recircled around is uh, with our uh, Brian or Chevrolet over in Schengentown, Dave Peterson. And they wanted to help uh, the audience have some free gift cards to Wawa or Duncan. And uh, we gave one away a minute ago. Want to get a quick call in right now? You want to win one? 800-560-WFIL. We have just enough time. If you want to call right now, 800-560-9345. We just did one, but let's do one more in our waning 30 or 40 seconds. Go ahead and call in, and we'll hook the first person up with that gift card from Wawa or Duncan. Again, 800-560-9345. Hello, what's your name? Hello. Hello. Hey, who's this? This is Adrian. Where are you from? I'm from Bear, Delaware. Well, congratulations, Adrian from Bear, Delaware. You're a winner. Awesome. That is so totally awesome. We're glad to have you aboard. We're out of time. We'll put you on hold. Joe will take your info. Jim Max and Max 413 Ministries leads in prayer next. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.